We just wanted a place where, you know, us bigger girls can go to and and the whole place is inclusive of our sizing. Everything that we're going to have at our markets is all plus size. You know, there's like 50 stores you can choose from. They're all plus size. If you want something, you can get it. It's not like, oh, I wish that was in a bigger size. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nasty Woman Club for this week's My Thoughts On. But I will not only be sharing my thoughts on a particular topic, I will also be sharing it with my mum here, Michelle Maycock. Hello darling. You reluctantly have decided to go into the podcast, which I'm very happy that you have said yes. Are you feeling nervous? Are you shooting yourself right now? Absolutely not. Not at all. Not at all. And this week we will be looking at what is it like to be a plus size woman in today's society, because that is something both mum and I have struggled with for decades. So tell me about what have you been like with your body image, body positivity? Was that even a thing that was spoken about when you were a kid or a teenager? I think, yeah, it was around. It's a lot more now, and it's also a lot more spoken about now. It just wasn't really brought up back then. You were just the fat kid. You were just the kid who was bigger than everybody else and the kid who, you know, was wearing women's clothes before everybody else was, was sort of wearing bigger sizes and kids' clothes. So I think now it's it's more spoken about uh, with social media, and I think it's a good thing that it's spoken about. So what was your experience then growing up as the quote-unquote fat kid? What was that like for you going from a kid to especially becoming a teenager because going through puberty you already are confused as hell with your body you don't know what's happening and then you have this pressure on yourself you have to look a certain way what was that like for you when you're growing up as a teenager yeah it was really hard I was forever dieting I was forever you know watching what I ate while my friends would just eat and eat and eat and and never put on weight so it's a hard thing to do I like to do sports but you know like then you had to then go to the ladies section you know to buy netball skirts and and things like that so it was quite embarrassing I used to cut my tags off everything because you know you didn't want your friends to see that you're in a lady size and um, and they're still in, in kid size, but that's okay. So what was it like then when you had me many years ago? What was it like then having me and then seeing me go through the exact same thing as a kid and as a teenager just struggling so much with being a bigger size than everyone? And also, also in particular, I decided to grow my height that I am now in primary school, so I was like a giant compared to everyone else. <laughs> I was fat, plus I was so tall. What was that like then seeing me go through the same thing you went through then? I think it was quite hard, but I think, like, I wish that my mum was always small. My dad's side of the family is the biggest side of the family, and so I didn't really have my mum to talk to, and it would just be, you know, well, don't eat the piece of cake then, or well, don't eat, you know, don't have dessert then, you know, like, if you don't want to be fat, don't eat, you know, whereas I hope I did a better job you know, with you and I tried to just be positive and tried to get you not to weigh yourself all the time and to, you know, stop the yo-yo dieting. And yeah, I hope that, you know, just being more positive about the way you looked and that it wasn't everything, you know, that it's just our body that, that carries us. It's not, you know, the person that you are. It's it's just our skin. I remember when I was in, I think, either late primary school or early high school, you took me into City Chick for the first time. And City Chick now is like my haven. I know some of the shop assistants, my name, because I go there so often. But I remember back then you took me in there because you were shopping there yourself and you took me in there and I just did not want to be seen in there because I was just like, no, ew, this is the plus size store, even though 
these clothes would fit me so well instead of me trying to like squeeze into teeny tiny kids clothes i just did not want to be seen in there did that like break your soul when i kept doing that it was a bit soul wrenching yeah it um it was hard because you have to be so careful, you know, with, with children, you have to be so careful the way you word things. And mm. um, I would say, sort of say to you, you know, well, these clothes are cut nicer and, you know, it's because you've got a bigger bust, you know, you need to go, you know, to a bigger size and, and try to explain to you that it wasn't just about you being a bigger size. It was just that the clothes fitted better. Um, a lot of the small, smaller, you know, sizes in shops were cut for little tiny people with no boobs and no booty. So, you know, that just wasn't suitable for us. You would wear a top and half your boobs would be hanging out because they just didn't fit in the top. (laughs) It wasn't that you wanted them to be revealing. They just didn't fit. And, you know, there's only so much um, squeezing in you can do before they pop back out. See, most mother and daughters, they would argue because the daughter was wearing something too revealing because she wanted to show off her boobs or her legs. Mine was just, I just wanted to fit in this type of clothing (laughs) no matter what. I didn't care what was hanging now i didn't care you just you didn't even care that you were in pain like you'd wear little mm. denim shorts and you'd be in so much pain with your stomach yeah and you know you would get home and you'd be in so much pain with like your bra and i just didn't understand you know why um i, I know that i went through it as a kid but i didn't understand why when i could explain to you you know that you didn't have to wear the same as everybody else you know you could i didn't want you to wear a tent either you know i just wanted you to wear clothes that were just cut more shapely it's still a struggle going to shopping centers um i remember when i was a teenager i hated for the life of me going to the shops with my friends after school so if my friends are listening to this right now it wasn't because i didn't like you it was just i hated going to shops generally because literally going into probably 95 percent of the stores I knew instantly walking in, nothing was going to fit me. Maybe a shoe? Yeah. Maybe a shoe, maybe a pair of earrings. That'd be the only thing that fit me. But clothes, nah, nothing was going to fit me. Yeah. I'd go shopping with friends and, yeah, you would go into the designer shops and you would go straight to earrings or handbags or shoes (laughs) Um, because there was just, yeah, no reason to look at anything else. And, you know, my friends would be like, oh, this will be nice on you. And you just knew that maybe one boob would fit in there. Yeah. There's no way in the world that both (laughs) were going to fit in there. So Yeah. And then it gets awkward then when you bring a dress in the dressing room and you put it on and it's like, nah this doesn't even fit just doesn't even fit over my stomach and all the girls are out front being like oh my god let me see what you have on I, you never ever say it didn't fit you just say no it just didn't look good it was ugly yeah oh, i'd be outside the change room saying to you just show me and you're like no i'm not showing you or you would call me and say mom i can't get it off it's stuck <laughs> Help me. <laughs> that would happen so much. We had that many fights in change rooms. I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out any stores. I'm surprised we're not like hung and behind the desk saying, do not let these two people into our store. They will argue. The daughter will be like screaming in the change room. No, I can fit into a size 10. No, but I need help getting it off me. That's right. Just don't go to the bathroom because you then can't do it back up. Yeah, that's literally yeah. me. Yeah. It's a bit easier now. At least we have online shopping. We didn't have that back when when I was a kid there was you know just didn't exist but even still like you'll look down and and you know something goes to a large but a large is a 12 like that's just crazy Mm. and then in the plus sizes sometimes it'll say 3xl or 5xl or that's a 14 to 16 like how is that possible I don't understand how they yeah can do that and that's pretty destroying when you look at something and you go oh I'm a 5xl oh no I'm not I'm actually bigger than that like Mm. And we're an 18 to 20. I mean, at least we have online shopping now. Yeah, I am very, very grateful for online shopping. 
I remember when it first started to come in and a lot of people were like, oh, no one's going to do online shopping because you can't see the clothes in front of you. Well, were they wrong? Online shopping's massive now, but as someone that is plus size, it's still a bit of a struggle though. You order all this stuff and then it comes to your house and then you try it all on and then you got to send it all back. But you end up with a pile of stuff at home, which you order and then you don't you know, send back because it's too expensive to send back mm. or you leave it too long and then you've run out of time. Essentially, this is why I decided to create this episode, my thoughts on with my mom talking about what it's like to be plus size because her and I both struggle with getting clothes that fit us. So we decided to create this Curvy Girl Markets, which my mom will explain a bit more of. Yeah. Do the honour. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a bit of a gap in the market because, of course, you know, we can go along to markets and there's people who sell clothes, but a lot of times they're only small sizing and we just wanted a place where, you know, us bigger girls can go to and, and the whole place is inclusive of our sizing. Everything that we're going to have at our markets is all plus size. You know, there's like 50 stores you can choose from. They're all plus size. If you want something, you can get it. It's not like, oh, I wish that was in a bigger size. We're having pre-loved. We're having new. We're having businesses come. We're having accessories and shoes. Our first market is this week and it's sold out really quickly. We've got... Um, over 100 people now on our waiting list for markets coming up. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've pretty much almost died trying to organise this, <laughs> but it is something that you and I are just so passionate about because also you've wanted to really get into design, in particular clothing for plus-size women. And also myself, I did a bachelor's degree in journalism and business, so I'm really interested in the business side of it. So creating this has been so great because it's something we're so passionate about. And also, I need some more clothes on my wardrobe that's going to fit me and I need to get rid of some clothes that no longer fits me because that's another reason why we decided with these markets not just to have businesses that sell plus-size clothing. It's amazing, though, the businesses that have come along to sell the plus-size clothing. We have so many that have coming along we're so appreciative of. But what we're also really appreciative of is the women that are coming to sell their pre-loved clothing because, I don't know about you, but for myself... Probably about three quarters of my wardrobe, I do not wear because they no longer fit me. But I just have it in the back of my head, okay, one day, one day I'm going to fit into this. One day I'm just going to overnight lose weight. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's really good for ladies to be able to clean out their wardrobes, you know, declutter. I mean, it's so good for you, you know, like to declutter your wardrobe. It's such a good thing to do. And then knowing that they can then come along and sell their clothes uh, without having to put it all online and wait for people to turn up at home and, you know, all that mucking around and they can come to one place and, yeah, sell their, their pre-loved clothes and then they can shop at the markets and refill with clothes that actually fit them so they, you know, can try them on and actually see the clothes. The businesses who've come on board, oh, my goodness, there's some beautiful stuff, but mm. it's a bit scary because I already have a list of, you know, my wish list. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Which is not a good thing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's some beautiful clothes. And we've got everything from casual clothes, you know, leggings, right up to bridal wear. So, yeah, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. You know, this has just happened so quickly. It's only a matter of weeks since we've started it all. And it's um, it's just crazy. So this weekend, we have our first Curvy Girl Markets. They will be at Paddington Hall. So that's on 10 Morton Street, Paddington. It is free entry. It'll be going from 2 to 6 p.m. There's heaps of parking. It's also kid-friendly. So there is a kid's playground right next door. We have 50 stalls with 
pre-loved and new plus-size clothing. And as my mum said, everything from bridal wear, casual wear, accessories, shoes. And also on the day, we are going to be having a donation box for Support the Girls Australia. It is this incredible charity that helps fit bras on homeless women in the Queensland area. So if you have any pre-loved bras that are still in good condition, feel free to donate them. But anyway, my mum has a very special announcement in regards to our future markets this year. Okay, so we've secured some fantastic venues for our upcoming markets. We're trying to fit in as many as we can before Christmas because, like I said before, we have so many people on the waiting list. So, yeah, the best way to contact us is through our Facebook page, through Messenger, and we can um, get you a stall organised. But the upcoming markets are we have Mount Gravatt on Sunday the 10th of November from 1 till 6 p.m. Sunday the 17th of November we have Caboolture from 1 till 6 p.m. Friday the 22nd of November we're doing a night market just to try out something a little bit different. So that's going to be at Hallensvale on Friday the 22nd of November from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. Sunday the 24th of November we're doing an afternoon in Toowoomba so that's from 1 till 6 p.m. And then we're having one out at Fernvale. So there's fantastic, like, fruit and vegetable and knick-knack sort of massive big market out there. But we're also going to have our clothing market on the same day. So that's on Sunday the 1st of December out at Fernvale from 10 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. So, yeah, if anyone wants to grab a stall or if they want to come shopping, let us know through Private Messenger if you want a stall and jump on our Facebook page at Curvy Girl Markets Brisbane. And also our Facebook group, which is just getting more and more people added to it every single day. So that is the Curvy Girl Markets Brackets Brisbane. So we recommend that you join the group and also like the Facebook page just so you can stay up to date with what is happening with the upcoming markets this year and also next year as well. Thank you so much, Mum, for coming in today. (laughs) That's okay. Even though we've had such a hectic week trying to finalise Paddington Market and get these ones ready to have the dates announced, thank you for coming into the studio. That's okay, darling. Thank you for all your help. It's been a bit of a learning curve, this first market. There's a couple of things that have gone wrong, but it's going to be a great day. And of course, you know, each each market's going to become more and more successful. And we haven't killed each other yet. So that's that's Not successful. Yet. Not, Not yet. No, <laughs> we just all we need is just like chai lattes and chocolates and we're good. Yeah. 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 I think maybe after Paddington, us, us girls might all have to um, head out for a drink over Caxton Street. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's some lovely ladies coming and I can't wait to meet you all. Yes, that's why I want to also mention for everyone that is coming to Paddington, whether you're selling, whether you're buying, whether you're doing both, thank you so much for being so passionately interested in this and wanting to come along to this. That's the reason why this has just been already a success even before the first market. It's because of you guys, so thank you so much. And I cannot wait to meet you all. I've spoken to some of you already on Messenger, and you all seem so lovely. I cannot wait to meet you all, and I am stealing many of you for drinks after that's for sure (laughs) thank you so much for listening to today's episode of my thoughts on for more information on this week's markets and also our future covid girl markets in november and december make sure you head on over to the show notes and also on our facebook page and facebook group covid girl markets this podcast episode was produced by myself demi lynch Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you listen to this week's podcast.